Welcome to the Pastor on the Beach podcast. I'm Pastor Paul Amlin, pastor at Lutheran Church of the Resurrection in Cocoa Beach, Florida. And each week I will be sharing a message from our worship services right here via this podcast. I hope you'll consider subscribing and share the podcast with your friends. We all need to hear words of hope once in a while. Well, thanks for listening. Here's this week's message. Before Jesus calls his first disciples, he proclaims a message that becomes known as the gospel or good news from God. God is ready to rule our lives. Those who realize this will respond with repentance and faith. Our reading. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. As Jesus passed along the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, follow me, and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were in their boat mending the nets. Immediately he called them. And they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Grace and peace to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus walks along a road that curves around a tiny cove on the lakeshore. To his right, grassy hills rose quickly. The afternoon sun, well, forces travelers to seek shade and rest. We are invited to sit among them as Jesus joins the group and begins to teach. The time is here, he begins. God's kingdom is close to you. God's holy dream for you and all creation draws near. Repent and believe in this good news. Change the way you see. Look not with your fears, but with trust that God's loving dream is coming true. It's my paraphrase of the introduction to a devotional book written by Pastor David Miller. The book is called Friendship with Jesus, Praying Mark's Gospel. I love it. It's one of my favorite devotional books of all time. I love the way that good storytelling draws us into scripture and makes it seem more accessible to us. Miller goes on to ask questions of us as the reader that invite us into a deep reflection about who we are as God's children, about what it means to speak with Jesus and to ponder what and how we might be called to live into our relationship more fully, that help us to enter into Kairos spaces in our faith journey. As one resource I read this week suggests, Mark's gospel is a timekeeper. It begins with markers of time, back to back to back. Times when prophets' words are fulfilled. The time of the new Elijah. 
The time when the heavens are torn apart, the Spirit descends and a voice sounds from heaven. And the time when both Spirit and the adversary are at work in the world with new intensity. The time when John has been arrested and now Jesus speaks and the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. And note that Jesus doesn't simply announce it, but Jesus fulfills it in word and flesh. Kairos is a word that's used in the original language in our reading in ancient Greek. It basically means the right, the critical, or the opportune. Somebody say time. Time, right? Jesus will have just returned from his 40 days in the wilderness. He begins his ministry in Galilee. He comes to proclaim the good news. John the baptizer has been arrested and will be killed by Herod. The time is now. The time is right for Jesus to enter into the lives of the people. It's a critical time in the story for action and opportunity to live into what John has been proclaiming. Jesus calls for a response from the people. The time is fulfilled. Repent and believe in the good news. Our first reading, we heard about repentance. The people of Nineveh, did you catch what it was? They all put on sackcloth. It's a sign of repentance. And because of Jesus' call to the people, they're called to follow him. This is their Kairos moment, especially for these disciples that Jesus calls along the seashore. This is their right time. Their decision will be critical not only for them, but for the future of the ministries that they will have, the ministries of sharing the good news in the world. They are given the opportunity to respond, and they do. What does this Kairos moment look like for these fishermen? Simon and Andrew casting their nets in the seas? One way or another, I've lived near or by water all of my life, it seems. Have you been where somebody is casting a net? Have you seen the artistry of casting a net? And have you seen the people who are like, I really need to practice more? (laughs) And the net gets tangled up, right? Do you know what the smell of the salt water smells like, right? You know what the smell of being by the sea is like? Sometimes good days and sometimes not so good. I'm trying to put you in the place of these disciples to understand life teeming along the seashore. Small fish, crabs, other creatures. We have a unique perspective on these gospel readings. I can remember fishing as a child and my parents telling me it was time to go and I hated to leave because I just knew it was meaning that I gave up on my dream of catching what would be certainly the biggest fish ever caught. And I wonder if Simon and Andrew feel this way, if they want to stay where they are. But then there's that eye contact with Jesus and they must know Kairos. This is the time. 
and they immediately stop. It wasn't a few minutes from now. It wasn't five seconds from now. It was immediately. Mark loves to use the word immediately to mark time. Kronos, the passing of time, leads to Kairos, the opportune time. I love so much that Mark happens around the water. A little further along the shore, Jesus finds the next disciples who are also fishing. What does it take for two sons to leave their father with the hired hands and follow Jesus? What does their father think? What do they see in Jesus' eyes, hear in Jesus' voice that makes it clear for them that this is the right time? This is critical. This is their opportunity to walk with Jesus, who is the son of the living God. By embracing their Kairos moments with Jesus, these first disciples are given a new identity and a new purpose. Jesus invites them into a whole new way of being, of living. Simon and Andrew leave their vocation. It's a big change. James and John leave not just their vocation, but their father. This is their time. It's easy to get disappointed when things don't seem to work out in our time, isn't it? It should have happened by now. We need to think about time and about God's timing, about Kronos and Kairos, about how sometimes we wait in uncertainty, not knowing the when, but learning to trust in God more fully. The answer to prayer, as I said, is sometimes, yes, sometimes, and sometimes, not yet. Yes, no, not yet. The challenge is knowing the difference. Perhaps you've had this kind of experience, perhaps you're having an experience like this now, knowing the Kairos moments in our lives can be difficult. Often we get so wrapped up in our own wishes and wants and desires that we forget about waiting for God. Sometimes we rationalize our decisions by squeezing God into what we want in order to make it a reality. And other times, other times we might just be so caught up with ourselves that we forget to ask God. We can't create Kairos moments, but we can work to understand when they are in front of us, praying and paying attention to when we see God at work around us. I said it in the announcements a little bit. If you, if you want to see God at work around you, hang out here. Friday, when a whole swarm of people came in and took our sanctuary from unusable to, I think, cleaner than it's ever been, they've even scrubbed carpets. Saturday morning, I was here at 7 o'clock. People started showing up at 7.30. What can I do? How can I help? A whole day like that. The worship service last night kept on going. 
seeing God at work around us, not just in worship and not just around the church, of course. Food handed out yesterday, right? Groceries, burger bash, hamburgers and hot dogs for people who are hungry. God at work through us, around us. So how did you see God at work around you last week? Give it a thought. Was it a healthcare worker giving a vaccine, a teacher helping a child break through in a learning moment, a loved one reaching out because they felt a nudge, maybe they made a phone call or they stopped by? Listening for God's voice is another way to prepare for Kairos moments. I can't tell you how many times I've gone back to the devotional book I referenced earlier in this message, reading the story, placing myself on that shoreline with that group of people, hearing Jesus announcing the kingdom of God come near helps me to focus on how that is a reality for me today. How I can be a part of living into the kingdom of God where I am. And friends, that is a great practice. Find a devotional book that you love. Don't just read it once. I've worn out more copies of that book than I care to remember. This is an important time to point out. Our Kairos moment, our walk of faith in Jesus Christ is unique to us, to each of you. We can only respond as who we are. We aren't the early disciples. Our answer is not going to be the same as Andrew. Our response to God's gift of grace freely given to us will look like, will not look like those early disciples caught on the shore, but God has blessed each of you with gifts to share in the world to help to bring a glimpse of God's kingdom. The kingdom of God has come near. God's kingdom is near you. We come to church to worship with each other because we follow Jesus and we long for an encounter with the living God. You are God's beloved one and nothing in this world will change that. Look not with your fears, but with trust that God's loving dream is coming true. This is the time this is the opportunity. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thanks for listening. I hope that this week's message has given you something to think about and given you hope that you are loved by God. To learn more about Lutheran Church of the Resurrection, please visit goresurrection.com. If you'd like to support this podcast or any of the amazing ministries at Resurrection, please visit our website giving page. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Pastor on the Beach podcast.